and we're back hi everybody um thank you so much for listening to the mechala episode um i got some great reactions from it and i'm very happy about that i know it was like definitely a different topic than what is usually covered so i'm glad it was well received um i do find it hilarious that my longest episode thus far is an episode that has nothing to do with why the podcast was started in the first place but it be what it be um i do have a quick rant slash bone to pick before we get into the actual topic today i don't know if anybody else has been through this and if you have please reach out i'm debating on starting a support group and i'm so serious like you think that's a joke but like i'm not kidding i'm about to start a support group for girls or i guess women who have been told that they dress like a mom it is a phenomenon within my life and it is always an outfit where i feel really cute in or i think i look really good and someone inevitably tells me oh you look like a mom and I don't think no one, I don't think anyone's trying to be mean, but like, why would you say that to me? Like, I don't want to dress like a 30 or five year old. I don't want to look like a 38 year old. I just don't want to wear a crop top. Like, and it's, it's literally it never fails. It's always an outfit where I'm like, this looks great. And then I go outside and then I just like want to jump out of a window. Cause I'm like, well, that sucks because that wasn't what I was going for. Like today I got this really cute um top new top and i sent a picture to my boyfriend and i said look at my cute top i got and he goes yeah it's really cute it gives me 70s mom vibes and i was like why would you say that to me like i don't know what it is i dress sometimes more conservatively sometimes but it's not like i'm like in like an amish dress or something it's not where i'm like head to toe covered and people are like you know what's up Sometimes I just wear a full-length shirt. I'm, like, I'm confused by, like, these reactions. And obviously, again, no one's doing it maliciously, but, like, nobody really wants to, like, be told that they're dressing like their mother. You know what I mean? So, um, I hate it, and it makes me sad, and then I always just feel really self-conscious afterwards, and obviously no one's doing it on purpose. But please stop telling me I dress like a mom. I just want to go out in peace oh my god and if anybody has ever experienced this i'm not kidding please reach out to me so i know i'm not alone because i love clothes i love styling things i love feeling confident in what i wear and then someone hits me with that and i feel like i've been sucker punched so don't do that um but anyways that's not what we're talking about at all today um we're talking about the elephant in the room and that is that i am now a proud owner of a bachelor's degree okay she's educated um but i wanted to talk about more um more what happened after i graduated not like during because like there really isn't much talk about i had a ceremony it was good i got a diploma i went out for dinner afterwards not anything crazy um but i wanted to talk about how i felt after and like I graduated on May 5th. It is currently, at least when I'm recording this, May 8th. Um, so just, it hasn't been a very long time but between now and when I graduated, but just like the immediate difference in myself that I felt and slash seen. Um, so if you couldn't tell already by the first seven episodes that are currently out, um, I'd be stressing. 
I'd be panicking. Your girl does have anxiety. She is, in fact, medicated. Like, I just am a big ball of stress sometimes. And so, I was banking on the fact that the next day after graduation, I was going to wake up and start losing it. Like, panicking, stressing. What am I going to do for the rest of my life? I have to figure it out right now. Like, oh my god, what's going on? That didn't happen. Actually, what happened the day after grad is that I, like, just laid in bed all day and was super lazy because I don't know what it was. I had one drink the night of my graduation when we went out for dinner. It was a big drink, but I had one, and I did not feel like I got drunk or anything. The next morning, I didn't feel hungover or anything. It was just like, you know when you, like, have drank, and you didn't drink a lot, so you're not hungover, but you just feel kind of gross? It was that. Like, I felt really gross. I, like, didn't sleep very well. And I went to bed super late, like, way later than than normal. And got up super early for some reason. So, like, I was just in a bad mood all day. I was cranky. Not, not good. But basically, um, I got this. Actually, why lie to you? Let me stop. I started seeing my mood change and, like, the things that I was really surprised about changing the way they were after I finished my last assignment but I definitely felt it even more so graduating now and that is the fact that like instead of panicking and being like oh my god now what I actually have a lot of mental clarity which is never in a million years something I would have considered would happen um but I think it's this I now actually have pretty much nothing on my plate and obviously I'm not bragging about that by any means but I mean I have been working since I was 16 um if I wasn't working I was doing some sort of extracurricular during my time at university at one point I had you know a job and an internship and I was doing school full-time. Like, there was never really a moment in my life since I was about 16, 15, 16, where I had free time just for, like, a minute. So, of course, I was always stressing about something. I was always focusing on something else while doing something else. Like, that's kind of just, like, how I've lived my life. This is the first time in a very long time where I don't have a job, which, again, I'm not bragging about. She is a little stressed about that, but... I don't have a job. I don't have schoolwork. Really, my only responsibility is the internship, which again is at this point really minimal hours and whatnot. So I actually have free time and time to think very clearly because I'm not doing 12 things at once and there's not a bunch of things on my plate. And firstly, it's really comforting to know that school will never, at least never say never, but at this point, never will never be a thing on my plate again so it's like okay that just kind of relief of I don't really ever have to worry about this again but it's just the the sense of I don't have anything going on so I can really take a minute and actually practice mindfulness and like focus so for instance I've always really enjoyed doing yoga and I've done it and incorporated it in my life for like several years now on and off but I never really 
understood it, if that makes sense. Like, I would do it, and I'm like, you know, I'm a little relaxed, or, like, my body feels stretched out. But the people who were like, oh, yeah, yoga gives me such great mental clarity, and I just feel so refreshed after and all that, I I never got that part. Like, I was like, I don't ever feel that great after yoga. I just feel like I got, like, a good stretch in. The minute I didn't have anything on my plate and actually had 20 minutes to actually genuinely focus on yoga... I was like, oh, I get it. I was like, this feels really nice. And like, I actually do feel relaxed and feel like this is doing something really, really beneficial for me. Same thing with journaling. I was really bad about journaling, but I would do it on and off for like a lot of years. The minute that I actually had time to really think about the words I was putting on the page and, you know, had time to set an intention or set some goals for the day, I was like, oh, now I understand why this is so beneficial for people. And so the first kind of revelation that I came to post finishing all my assignments, post, you know, grad was, oh, I am someone who really needs free time, like, like genuine free time. So like, for instance, in the future, when I have a job and I go on vacation, I need to make sure that I actually prioritize not thinking about work not checking emails, you know, not being so, okay, but what about work? What about work? And being present in my vacation or whatever it is. Because the fact that I now know that I have the ability and it's just because of my, my time commitments in the past, it's really, it's exciting. Like I'm like, because people would talk about mindfulness and I, never really got it like I was like what like I'm 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 trying like when I when I do yoga and meditate or whatever I'm trying to like be mindful and focus on just my breathing or whatever it is but I have 12 million other things going on I cannot shut my brain off and so this you know and my whole thing of going back and forth between like trying to find a job and stressing about a job and stressing about school and like you know a few episodes back I was just kind of talking about feeling like a failure and all of that it has almost I wouldn't say completely because I think that's like a very like ingrained feeling for me unfortunately but it has almost dissipated that feeling for me because now I'm like you know I'm able to reflect and think, okay, but there actually still was a lot for me, a lot going on for me at that time. Like, school was actually taking up a big portion of my life at that time, even if I wasn't working, and it was very important work because it was, like, all my end-of-semester assignments, and this is right before grad, so I had to make sure everything's, you know, done well and correctly and whatnot. Um, So I feel a lot less guilty now, and I feel a lot less failure-ish now because okay, that time to not have a job and just focus on school was important. And now I don't feel as bad for not having a job yet because, okay, I think I really needed this time to self-reflect and just feel for a minute like, okay, I actually have a break. Because that was what I was struggling with a lot was I felt like a failure. I felt guilty because I'm not looking for work, but I still have school and I just somehow still feel overwhelmed. And the minute that everything finally was off my plate like truly everything was off my plate I was like oh yeah I just needed to get through that stuff like now okay now I get it and this is a real break and now I can actually focus on you know things within myself that I want to focus on before x y and z so 
that's been the biggest, I think the biggest improvement for me and the biggest thing I was surprised about post-grad and just finishing up school was I thought I was going to just start panicking up the wall and I've actually just felt really calm and like just been indulging in more of like healthy habits that I've never really understood before even just like working out the same thing like I've been able to like really focus more on my workouts and so I feel like my workouts are better I get a better workout in I feel stronger like it's it's just I feel a lot more at peace than I thought I would and that's a very nice feeling um I also just I feel a bit more confident than I probably did like even like a couple of weeks ago in the future you know I think I think again I think I had I needed a chance to actually have a break like one that a real break that didn't you know I wasn't worrying about school I wasn't worrying about a job whatever so that I could plan my next moves and be like okay this is what makes sense for me and this is a sort of timeline that makes sense for me or whatnot and like obviously I'm still working some of that stuff out. I graduated like three days ago, but you know, again, I thought I would be a lot more stressed and I'm just confident in the fact that I will end up where I need to end up. Obviously that will take some work on my part. And so what stresses me out is, you know, what does that work look like? Because I'm obviously still not super experienced, but I'm confident in, you know, I, I'm, I'm learning about different things factors and sectors of my field I'm learning about the types of people I do and don't want to work with you know I'm learning about what my strengths are and making a plan to work on what I know I need to improve on um things like that that and I didn't think I would be as confident in my choices but I think it's just I really I just honestly overall the the main theme is I had time to self-reflect and it helped me and it helped me like helped me hi um she's a college graduate um but yeah I just had time to be like okay you know I am capable I'm I'm very smart like and I know I know ish what I want to do or or the type of environment I want to be in or you know the the business that I want to be surrounded in you know so it's it's simply just okay well how do you make that happen obviously these things don't just happen like I have to put in the work but that's something I'm confident in like I'm confident I can put in that work and like I'm building back my work ethic and and that ambition that I feel like I've lost a little bit and so I think it's just a matter of like discipline and getting serious about that and again because now I don't have really anything on my plate like how can I put it off? You know what I mean? At this point, some of it's just to like fight boredom because like, what else am I going to do? Um, so that's the other thing I felt post-grad is like, I'm a bit more confident in the choices that, that I'll make. Like I know that I'll make the choices that are right for me and I can create like, you know, a comprehensive plan to go about it and it'll make sense. Um, but I also wanted to talk about what I'm considering when making these choices. Um, and it's in it's this book I'm reading called The Defining Decade. And it's basically about being your, in your 20s. I recommend everybody in their 20s read it, even if you're not. It's a great read. I've read it once, but <laughs> go figure. It was during a 
point in my life where I was so busy that I read it and I pretty much finished it, but I probably took in maybe like a fourth of what the book was was telling me. So I've decided to go back and reread it and so I've slowly but surely like reading it every morning. And one of the chapters I read this morning um, had to do with like your career and work and it's about identity capital. And so the idea behind identity capital is basically being in working environments or, or, or blending yourself a job that will, how do I phrase it? Basically, what helps you in the long run and what's going to give you more experiences. So almost sort of beefing up a resume, but a bit more substantial. Um, A bit more substantial and has a bit more to do with you rather than just like your work performance or your work experience. Um, So for instance, in the book, it's this, it's written by this psychologist Um, or this therapist, one of them, Um, and she basically retells stories of her 20-something clients, and this client of hers, she was like 27, I don't know, something like that, and basically, long story short, she was struggling. She felt at this point in her life, like, all her friends were ahead of her. She had always felt like the 20s or or like, you know, I can just be free and like do whatever. But now she's 27, approaching 30, and she doesn't really have anything mapped out for her. You know, she had this art degree that her parents didn't want her to get. She was like nannying and that was about it. She wasn't doing anything about like, you know, applying her art degree. So she was then talking about how she had two interviews and one from was for like Starbucks or something and then one was for some like a being a floater at like um an animation studio and she was saying I'm going to work at the coffee shop I'm not going to be a floater I don't want to be a floater you know I'm just going to work at the coffee shop and it was this idea of you could work at the coffee shop and it's probably low stress and it's probably like you know your coworkers are cool whatever but at 33, when you want to find another job, you know, what does that Starbucks Starbucks experience really give you? Like, what? so how does that catapult you forward? You know, what is that in terms of your identity? How does that basically build onto your identity and, and your work identity? And so the, the therapist had basically advised her go to that interview for the animation studio, even if it is just a floater. You have an art degree. That's what you're interested in doing. Do that because that at least, it connects the dots a bit and it builds up some sort of capital you already have, right? You've got this degree in art. Why would you not, if art's part of your identity, why would you not add on to that capital with a a work or a job in an animation studio? So it's got me thinking about my identity capital and, you know, where, what's my background in and what are my interests, what am I passionate about and how do I build both of those to to create the identity capital that I want. And so I think thinking in those terms have definitely helped me develop a plan and like, you know, I can, 
I can pinpoint a bit on where I want to look in terms of jobs and career path. You know, I think it's important at this age not to pigeonhole yourself, but I know what I'll be good at simply based on passion alone. Like, I know that I won't be good in this sector because it's not where my passion lies. So I'll be doing lackluster work and I won't be motivated and it won't be enjoyable for me or probably the people who see my work, you know, so I can pinpoint just thinking about my identity capital and what I want that to look like and what what is that for me, I can pinpoint what I want out of my career. And again, I think I've only been able to consider all of these things because I've had the time to do so. Um, so I think it's what I've really learned post-grad and finishing up school and all that is, you know, I think it's really important to, and this is, this is kind of like a no-duh, but you really don't understand it until you're there, until you've had that experience. And for me, what I really realized is I think especially at this age, it's so important to have moments where you can truly self-reflect and you are literally not thinking about anything else. And so obviously that is easier said than done. There's a lot of people who don't have the luxury to just like not have a job for a couple months or whatever. I totally understand that. But even just giving yourself 10 minutes out of the day to, you know, sit there and really think, whatever that is for you, whatever, you know, if you, if you have to reevaluate your career path or reevaluate your relationship or reevaluate your schooling or whatever that may be for you, having that opportunity to really sit down where there is truly nothing else happening for you beyond I need to self-reflect and I need to think about this and I need to have my free time. That is something that's become so important to me in a matter of like three days or in a matter of a week. Um, and it truly is like crazy to me how quickly my mood has changed, my outlook on life frankly has changed. Like I honestly used to be a big pessimist probably because I was just so stressed out and like constantly thinking from one thing to the next so didn't have a chance to really just enjoy what was going on around me. So I think it's definitely if you can manage it, you know, just part of your daily routine or something having you know 10 minutes out of your day where whether it be just having me time so you can just like sit and chill sit and reflect for me it's usually reflecting because there there will never be there will never come a day where I can truly just shut my brain off it doesn't want to happen but it has taught me so much in the span of like so little about myself about what's the best way to work towards where I want to go. Um, so that's been my experience post-grad um, slash finishing up school. I would be so, so, I, I'm so excited to hear and I would love if anybody would share their post-grad experience or if you graduated, um, you know, just reach out because I'd love to say congratulations because look, finishing school is a big deal. Um, you know, especially for, like I, I mentioned, I think especially students who have to work and also be a full-time student, it is not an easy task. I totally get you. 
Um, but yeah, please reach out because I'd love to hear if you've experienced anything like this after grad or if you've experienced your own set of maybe new stressors or something or other like that. I'd love to talk about it. Um, or simply say, hey, I graduated too because I'd love to send the congratulations. Um, and yeah, so congrats to class of 2023. Proud of you all. We did it. Um, I hope you guys enjoy this episode. Don't forget to... She's going to sound like a YouTuber now, y'all. I have time to take this serious, so I'm going to. Um, Don't forget to rate the podcast. Don't forget to follow me on Spotify. You can also follow me on Instagram at Grace Elizabeth with five underscores. Um, I'm not sure. I do probably in the future want to make X... um, independent socials for this podcast if I, if need be, but, like, I'm not at the Emma Chamberlain level, like, I just feel like that's excessive, so for now, you can follow me on my personal Instagram, it is public, Grace Elizabeth with five underscores, um, and I will see y'all on the next one!